Hi, and welcome to A Mouthful of Bobby. That's right, it's your bite-sized breakfast audio companion personal pod drop with me, Bobby Zamboni. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning and welcome to another episode of A Mouthful of Bobby. Wow, hey, you guys look a bit different since last time. Have you, have you done something to your bloody hair? <laughs> Only joshing, folks. I know it's been a little while since you've had a new mouthful of Bobby, but I can assure you there's a good reason. I have two incredibly exciting pieces of news about the show. Firstly, I'm sure your mornings were a bit more tough to get through last week without a fresh episode of your favourite morning show, but we were unable to record until recently due to the relocation of our studios. Yes, you heard me right. The mouthful team was unfortunately forcefully ejected from our old studios after the landlord found out where we've been doing all of our poos. But I'm proud to report that the show has found a new home in the form of an old pirate radio ship, kindly donated by a good friend, Horatio Wildstream Jones, and we are now broadcasting from somewhere in the Adriatic on board our glorious vessel, the SS Floater. I tell you folks, it's been tough getting all the recording equipment set up on the boat, all while dealing with the gout and the scurvy, but after settling in, I actually prefer life on board the SS Floater to our old studios. After all, you can do your poos anywhere you like on here, as long as it's in the sea. (laughs) Our second piece of news is you can now find us on Apple Podcasts, so that's nice, isn't it? Anyway, on with the show, and it's a great one we have lined up for you today, folks. We'll be hearing from two guest speakers, I'm very excited for that. We've got a fantastic new beverage-themed game show, and we'll be opening our phone lines later on to an extra special listener out there. Although, folks, I hope you know you're all extra special to me. Although that sort of defeats the purpose. But first off, let's go to the weather report. Weather's about The weather report. Welcome to this week's weather report, and joining me as always is our weather correspondent, Scott Abona. Thanks for being here, Scott. My pleasure, Bobby. So, this week, you've been conducting an investigation into the entertainment industry. Well, that's correct. More specifically, the music industry. And more specific than that... (laughs) Well... Perhaps it's better if I start from the beginning. Can I take you away, Bobby? Oh, preach, sister. (laughs) Thanks, I will. In 1982, John Flansburgh and John Linnell came together to form the alternative rock band They Might Be Giants and have since enjoyed a very successful career recruiting three additional backing members, Marty Bella, Dan Miller and Danny Weinkauf, in the 1990s. The band has released 22 studio albums, three of which have been certified gold and one platinum, and they have won two Grammy Awards and were nominated for a Tony Award for Best Original Score, written for, get this, the theatre for their work on SpongeBob SquarePants, the Broadway musical. Right, I see. Yes. Although the band's influence ranges from children's music to Broadway theatre, the members themselves have seemingly dodged fame altogether, Mm. staying wide of mainstream appeal and retaining a low profile. Okay. It is rare for such a successful, popular group to remain so mysterious, with many questions about the band members still going unanswered, and Mm. one can't help but wonder if the music they might be giants producers is purposefully experimental and indie Mm. so the band stays obscure and alternative in order to avoid mass scrutiny by the public right but why would they want to stay incognito unless they have something to hide today on the weather report we are shattering the deluded public perception of this band and uncovering one of the biggest secrets of the industry whether or not they are actually giants Or not. Wow. This is big. Or is it? Jesus. 
As you well know, Bobby, in the past few decades of music distribution, the business has become less and less about the quality of the music itself and instead about the image of the person behind the music. Hmm. While one consumer might purchase a record because they genuinely enjoy the sound of the piece, another may buy it because well, they enjoy the idea of the personality releasing the music. Okay, uh, can you give me an example, Scott? Certainly. Does the word Dale mean anything to you? Ah, uh. You were talking about Pitbull, of course. Mr. Worldwide himself. Pitbull sells most of his music through the commercialization of his own image instead of the quality of his music. Mm. Do you think that his albums would have been so internationally sought after if the man didn't look so good in sunglasses and minimal facial hair? Right, that's a good point. In the same way, They Might Be Giants has cultivated an air of mystery around their brand, choosing a name that asks the consumer a question. Are they? Or are they not? Giants. A question that they have never given the answer to. I see. So, so what you're saying is the band is able to sell more albums by enticing the consumer with the idea that the band members may or may not be mythical creatures, in this, in this case, giants? That's right, Bobby. And it's a tactic we've seen before. Right. Shakira's hit song, Hips Don't Lie, wouldn't have been nearly as successful had she not revealed earlier that year that she was a sphinx, hence unable to lie and speaking only in riddles. Right, okay. Can I have another example? Of course. It's well known that every member of One Direction is in fact a cyclops and their manager, Simon Cowell, capitalised on the fact when selling the boy band. How do you mean? The name. One Direction. Oh, uh, as in they can, can only, only see, see in One, one Direction. Di okay. That's right! I see, I see. So you're saying that the band, they might be giants, are employing a similar method. Yes, Bobby, but the key thing here is the band have never officially confirmed if they were giants or not. Right. Only going as far to say they might be. Okay, so nobody knows if these guys are giants or not. Well, people are divided on the subject. There are several witness accounts from their performance in Melbourne, Australia in March last year. One witness claimed they looked... I'm sorry, Scott. Did you say this show was in Australia? Well, yes, that's right. Then... Wouldn't they be speaking with an Australian accent? Yes, I suppose they would be. They look normal size to me. I was pretty disappointed because I bought a ticket to the live show specifically to find out whether or not they were giants or not, but they just look normal size to me. Right, Another okay. witness said they could have been giants just really far away. Right, so pretty inconclusive so far. Did you reach out to any of the band members for comment? We did, but John Linnell refused to comment on the story, claiming it was a ridiculous thing to ask, and John Flansburgh was unable to reach for comment because he lives up a beanstalk. Right, interesting, very interesting. But ultimately, an unconfirmed weather report today, Scott. Unfortunately so, Bobby. So, we're still not certain on whether or not they are actually giants, but after all, it seemed like a bit of a tall order. Prick. Okay, Scott, thanks so much. That was today's weather report. Weather! It's about WHA. The weather report. Okay, and now it's time for our first guest speaker of the day. It's John. Guest. Thanks, John. Now it's on to our beverage-based game show. Okay, folks, welcome to the new beverage-based game show. I have with me my fellow broadcasters, Scott Abona. Hi. And Lizzie Rizzler. Howdy. Now, before I tell you how to play, or even the bloody title of the game, <laughs> I'd like to draw your attention to those two cups of tea in front of you. Would you just take a sip for me, please? Right close to the mic. Oh, how do those taste? <coughs> those taste good? Those taste good? I uh, loved it. I bet. I love tea. Excellent. Now, the name of the game is I've Put Something in Your Tea. Now, let's find out what. I'd like you to finish those teas, please. Okay. Uh, liquid, solid, or gas? Uh, I can't... Gas! Answer. 
we get. I don't know. It could They're be an infusion. They're not carbonated. Hey, let me just have another sip. Yeah, just have another little sip there, Scott. Just have another little sip. Just down it. Just down it, lad. Just down it. Get down there. What do you think I put in your tea, Lizzie? Uh, well, I have to tell you I'm allergic to kiwis, so could we get that out of the way right now? Oh, uh, well, are you dead? Then it's not kiwi. Thank okay. you. <laughs> My question is, why is the tea getting warmer as time goes on? Well, that's because of your body temperature and the fact that you're really frantically humping that mug. Scott, and I've asked you to stop that in my company, and especially my mother's company. That is a fair point, Mom, thank you. don't look. Uh, now, any Hi, other Jane. any other, any other, other bets or guesses before the game's over? I would like to know if it's a recreational tree or more m- more of a chemical slash business hmm. space hmm. Well, it depends if it's... It, it, I, I imagine if it's recreational, it really depends if you're attracted to meerkats or not. Now, let's just finish those okay. cups off. Let's just get it down you. Now, folks, what have I put in your tea? Whatever it is, is it store-bought or homegrown? Uh, I think that depends on what your definition of shut up is. Oh, I can see a little head. Oh, what is that? What is that, Lizzie? He's, he's breaching. Oh. Sorry, I haven't gone to the toilet in a while. Oh, my God, I wanted one of these, Bobby. Yeah, what is it? Say for the audience at home. It's a little minion toy like out of a Kinder Egg. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and if you look under the minion, what's that? Feet. Yeah. Now, Scott? I love those. Mine, I found out, was a £2 coin. Thank you really? very much. Yep, yep. And Which I see. swiftly ate. And if you look closer, who was it signed by? <gasps> Natasha Beddingfield. Oh, I love oh, her. Yes. Those words were her yeah. own. Yeah. 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 Okay, that was I've Put Something In Your Tea. Say bye, Scott. Bye. And say bye, Lizzie. Bye, Lizzie. Oh, isn't she a card, ladies and gents? <laughs> okay, and now it's time for our next guest speaker of the day. It's the JBL Flip5 Portable Bluetooth Speaker in Black, offered by curries.co.uk. Hi, JBL. Hi, Bobby. Great to be here. Wow, thanks so much for coming on the show. Next up, it's something else. So, now it's time to open the phone lines to one very lucky listener. That's right, it's your chance to tell me your opinion on a very important topic. This week, I'm opening the phone lines to one and only one lucky caller to ask them their opinion on this very important question, Why did you break up with me? Now, this is an exclusive event, as the only calls we'll be taking are from my ex-girlfriend, Felicity. (laughs) So, we'll all just sit here and we'll wait until Felicity phones up. It's ringing, it's ringing, shut up, it's ringing. Felicity, hello, I've still got your cat, you can pick him up whenever. He's dead, but you can just swing by whenever's best for you. You can just come by and... Felicity? Hiya, Bobby. Hello? It's me, Betty Swallows. Oh, Betty, this really isn't a good yeah, time. I'm waiting time on a call. Kisser, all time brawler. Right, but I'm waiting on a call right now. We need to keep okay. the lines clear. Are you looking for our Felicity? Works down the meat butchers. No, she's... Chops up the bits and that. No, she's not a meat She but... does right good schmears from my Tuesday Shark. No. Retreat what me and mum have watching pointless. She's a latte artist at Starbucks. I don't understand a lot of the words you say, but I'd fuck the shit out of Richard Osborne. Right, I, this re- language really isn't appropriate hey, for our Bobby, call lines. did you... 
now, Bobby. Yes, yes, we're on the SS floater. Tell wow, you what, studios. tell They're you really what, good. I used to be scared of boats, Bobby, but that really? ship has sailed. Oh. Is that funny, Bobby? Yes, Betty, that's really funny. Yeah. Now, please, I Actually, need these flies. I've got clear. a lovely special rubber dinghy and a nice, lovely matching coat for Christmas back in I'm 2014. Sure, I'm sure they're fantastic, but I need to speak to my ex-girlfriend. You know what, Bobby? I'd love to live on the ocean. Right, well... Tell you what, I'm already on a seafood diet. I okay, see food that, no, and then heard... I shit my knickers. Right, I don't think Completely you got that Completely unrelational, right. not at all to do, Bobby. Do you reckon there's any structural weaknesses or obvious Look, points of Look, I'm entry? going to have to cut you see, off because I need to speak to my ex-girlfriend. Look, Betty, there's only one line call. open. I need to... Look, I'm sorry, Betty, we're going to have to kick you off. Do you have any last things that you want to say to me or the audience? Oh, yes. Uh, Stan Ariana. Okay, Bobby, bye-bye. Right, thank you. Jesus Christ. Okay, boys and girls, that's it for today's Mouthful. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Enough that you might send it to a friend who might like it too. The artwork for the show was made by Alex Burns and the music by Otho Molina, and links to these artists can be found in the podcast description. Thanks again to Betty Swallocks, Scott Avona, and Lizzie Rizzler for joining me on the show, and Felicity, I've still got the tattoo, just call me whenever. Again, we're on Apple Podcasts now, and the Seven Seas, thanks to Horatio Watson-Jones for lending us the boat. Thanks once more for tuning in. That's it for today's Mouthful. Don't forget to swallow.